I'm Lynn Wolf, and welcome to this edition of our Rural Lifestyle Dealer podcast series, where we talk with Lee Parrish, owner of Parrish Tractor, how he is building his dealership's reputation and sales through Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by Yanmar. I encourage you to subscribe to this series, which is currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. You will then receive an alert about upcoming episodes when they are released. Thank you to Yanmar for bringing us this podcast. Don't settle for less when you can have more. Yanmar makes all its compact tractors major drivetrain components all in-house. Your customers get a hardworking machine with more usable horsepower, less power loss, and a smoother, more comfortable ride. Strengthen your dealership today with Yanmar. Email them at agmarketing at yanmar.com or call 770-877-9894. Harris Tractor has locations in Poplarville and Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and the dealership is using Facebook, especially boosted posts, to build awareness of its offerings. Parrish says, about four years ago, we really committed to it. Our goal by next year is to have 8,000 followers, and our followers are true followers, not a database that we purchased, he says. Let's join the discussion as Lee Parrish provides some background. And I know that you've had a particular success with um, Facebook in terms of your digital marketing. So let's talk specifically about that because it's such a, a large topic. So um, in terms of looking at a, a budget, I know dealers have a lot of questions related to, to budget. Um, how do you set your budget in terms of digital marketing and then specifically with what you spend on Facebook? To answer that full, full-fledged, um, as we grew, um, I realized that I couldn't continue to do it all. So I hired Alexis. Um, and Alexis has been kind of, she was the driver. She was kind of the back-end support, and um, she started in kind of an accounting and, and then grew into an advertising department. Every year in January, her and I sit down, and we, we write our budget. And we don't just write a budget. We write a budget by the year, and then we allocate it by months based on our percent of sale from the prior year. And so we've kind of gone about, we average out a budget two ways. We take... Uh, Sometimes we'll do our budget roughly, a rough number. We'll take 1% of our prior year sales as an overall budget, or we will go against our gross profit for the prior year for the total company. So your total gross profit, your budget should be around 4% of your gross profit. Our budget throughout the year, we're within maybe 1% to 5% of it. You know, Sometimes we ramp it up and sometimes we bring it back down based on our sales. But we allocate our budgets out. We typically slow things down on advertising in July and August because typically that's our busiest, busiest season with our hay production, and we just want to slow things down some and then crank it back up starting around September. So Facebook has been a big part of that. We still believe heavily in marketing to the small-town newspapers. We found great success with that. We found great success with our TV stations. But one aspect of our marketing that we've done well with has been the face has been Facebook, and with Facebook we realized that we had an account initially and it was there. And when we'd get slow, we'd throw something out there, and we didn't have a lot of followers. And so about four years ago, we really committed to it, and we're not the best at it certainly. Uh, but we did make a commitment to try to uh, our goal by next year is to have eight thousand followers, and our followers are are true followers. They're not 
a database that we purchased. There's a lot of that out there that you can buy. And so we go at it as a proactive approach trying to market and boost our post within a 30-mile radius of us to try to get followers. And so when we boost our post, we'll boost that and get people. And, and once we boost that post, then we go in and we invite them to like our page so we attract them to follow us. And with our Facebook marketing, we try to be, we don't put a lot of silly stuff on there. We try to put informative information. We put our sales. It's been a good avenue for us. I would say Facebook is like anything else. Anything that's good takes effort. And so once I hired Alexis and a marketing department, it really put the effort towards our page to allow it to grow. And so you talked about the, the informative posts. So what does an informative post look like for you? Some of our posts, you know, if we have a new product offering, we will show show it there. We do a lot of videos. We channel a lot of our used equipment through Facebook as well as Facebook Marketplace. We do an employee spotlight. We try to do that more than we do. When we do particular trade shows or sponsor events, we will uh, focus that through Facebook. We even use some outside marketing, some different companies that do uh, third-party marketing for you or third, third-party informative marketing like they might make us a creative video or um, some kind of creative graphics that maybe we're not set up to do but there's companies out there that will sub out you can subcontract that for people to do and so we've done a lot of that just to pique interest and when people think tractors in our region to hopefully think about Paris tractor in terms of that working with those uh, companies what kinds of content are they providing you then is it related to uh, using the tractor or the tractor itself or you know what does that outside content consist of uh, specifically you know there's a lot of uh, let's say um, character commercials where they will write a, a, a cartoon commercial for you using characters that we'll use to make something funny and we really try to relay a message through that. Like um, one, one for instance, we showed a family and a guy working late, not having enough time to mow his yard. And we relayed that through a commercial that we had made for, I think, uh, $8 on a website called Fiverr. Fiverr. Um, and, and they're known to do projects for people all over the world for $5 or more. And through, through that particular project, we did that to show people, hey, there is a quicker way to get things done, come by a zero turn from us and you'll have extra time to spend with your family. And so we've done some things like that, just to try to relay a message of going, hey, we're a, uh, we're a company who sells tractors as well as selling zero turn mowers. We, you know, ultimately have more time with your family, you know, at a low monthly payment. Yeah, that's, that's a great technique. Um, and then I wanted to ask you, in terms of your Facebook posts, do you follow a schedule? Like, for example, do you try to post every week or um, is it just based on when you have good content to share? You know, what is your plan for just uh, regular posting? I would love to answer you in an eloquent way, but that would be more of an Alexa-specific question. Since as we've grown as a company and now we've had two stores, it outgrew me quickly. And so Alexis is handling that on her own, and she markets that. We use Facebook as well as um, back. Back to that, you know, we may have a power outage. We had that last week, and we had a huge power outage. Someone cut a telecommunication line in our county. You know, that was a way we informed people, hey, our, our phones are down. Our Internet is down. And we were able to post that from a cell phone to relay to people, hey, if you're trying to get in touch with us, this is – and it was, in the business, it, was the, it was in the middle of our harvest season for hay. And that was one way we could communicate with our customers. You, you know, some, some of our customers set their notifications from us. So when we post, they get a specific notification from us. 
you know, we will close, you know, if we change our business hours or our winter schedule or our holiday schedule, we try to use that as a way to reach the masses. Uh, statistics show that the uh, email blasts, which we are still doing that, the email blasts aren't the readership percentage of the email blasts have gone to almost a very low, one of the lowest ever. But people read Facebook. If you don't believe that, just go to a red light and look around. Everybody's on their phone reading something. Yeah, that is that is definitely true. And I know a, a key part of your success is is boosting. So which means applying budget uh, to it and, and boosting the uh, visibility on Facebook. And I know that can be done fairly inexpensively. Can you share how you do that? What kind of budget you allocate for for boosting? I encourage people if you don't boost to start simple and start small. Like many times we'll take a specific product and we'll say, okay, we will take a, we plan to take $200 a month and to boost our post. And the way boosting works is you'll set a parameter inside Facebook for a specific time. So let's say we want to do that for 21 days. And so Facebook will allocate your budget. Let's say I want to spend $200 over 21 days. Then each day we'll get, you know, roughly $9 and some change to spend on boosting your post. And when you boost your post, you can boost it in a certain demographical area where you could choose their demographics off their Facebook profile, whether they like hunting or fishing or outdoors or gardening, what their age group, if you want to target specifically to women, if you want to target specifically to men, if you want to target people between 18 and 25 or from 25 to 45. And so we take a portion of our advertising dollars each month and we allocate it towards what we want to spend on boosting our post. We'll rejoin the discussion, but I did want to take a moment and thank our sponsor, Yanmar, for making this program possible. Yanmar continuously strives to exceed customer expectations and deliver exceptional lifetime value. Visit them at yanmartractor.com backslash new dealer inquiry. So far in this podcast, Lee Parrish has explained that boosting Facebook posts is a cost-effective way to reach a targeted group of customers. For instance, he might allocate $200 a month to boost a specific post, reaching those of a certain demographic, such as an age group, region, or a particular interest. He also shared how he works with graphic design freelancers through a service called Fiverr to create promotional content on a small budget. Let's get back to the discussion to hear how Parish Tractor markets equipment through Facebook's Shop Tool. We take our used equipment, and, and Facebook has an option on there to go to their marketplace. But as a business Facebook account, you also have where you could uh, shop on your page. And so you could go to our Facebook page and see the items that we have for sale in the same manner as you could go to our website and see the items that we have for sale. You know, it's just another hook in the water for offerings of what we have to sell. So then you have somebody on staff, and maybe it's Alexis, who's updating that information on your website and then also doing the same thing on Facebook. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Um, and we've also, from in the prior year, we, we've had what's called you know, kind of like a sales coordinator. Because many times the marketing department doesn't, may not know the exact specifics of what to post and how to post and how to attract buyers for certain styles of equipment. You know, they may not know the details that this is, has a certain transmission or a certain loader or what, what it could attract. And so um, in years past, we have hired kind of like a sales coordinator, someone who could help the sales department remarket the used equipment through Facebook. So they, that person would work along with the advertising department to get that information out uh, to the right channels to help try to sell it. 
And have you seen some, uh, been able to, to see some difference in terms of the equipment uh, being found out through Facebook as opposed to the website, or does it does it not really matter to you which where they're coming from? No, it seems like you know websites. Our website, our website right now is not great. We're in the process of revamping our website this fall and this winter. That's one of our initiatives to change it. But you know, I, I feel like people just like me and just like you, I'm sure, Lynn, in the afternoons or at night, um, as you kind of have your downtime. Many people spend that downtime where it used to be spent reading a newspaper or reading a book, and now people are getting information. And so if they're investigating you, let's say someone's in the market for a new truck or a new tractor or a new barbecue grill or a new fishing pole or whatever you're looking for, the first place you go is you you kind of get information about the product as a whole, as a company, as a, na- uh, a national product. And then you drive it down to work and you buy that product at locally. And so they can find it on your website or at Facebook. Either way, they're just looking for information about you. You know, statistics show people feel way more comfortable going into a place once they've researched it and they know more about you. There is a personal connection made through social media or through a website. And so once they feel more comfortable reading about you, knowing that, then they're, then, you know, they're more willing to come into your store. Um, we've tried to do well with our, with our website, you know, with a, with a profile about each of our employees and what departments they work in. And that's something we're going to further develop. We've also, that's why we want to do our employee spotlight. So if you see one of my, our mechanics on employee spotlight, you know that probably, hey, this is a real person who worked on my tractor. And so there's an emotional connection made there. Right. Yeah, definitely. And then, and then just looking at the tracking the success of Facebook, and I, I know that you look at um, the analytics of posts and, and how well they're doing. Can you explain what you look at and, and how you consider something successful? We do. We, we've, uh, you can go into your Facebook analytics as well, you know, the same as your website analytics, and you can see who viewed your post, how many times it was viewed, and what time it was viewed, and when the best time to post is. That's different for each market. And so we try to post around when the peak time is, maybe the afternoon drive or 8 o'clock after at night. Um, but specifically, we have found that videos create the best interest and a good video and a good video now can be done with an iPhone in your pocket, you know, before you need to have expensive equipment. And we found that and we do have a nice camera with a lapel mic. And we have also let, you know, our salesmen through the spring and through the through the summer, like, you know, all this sounds great until you get busy. Right. You know, you have all these great plans and then you get busy and life happens. And so we've tried to be diligent where we schedule a video shoot and we, we say, all right, this salesman needs to come in at 730 that morning. And we go out and we video um, our product, a new hay baler that we have offering, a new attachment for a front end loader. And we, we did purchase a nice camera with a lapel mic, a, a lapel mic microphone to allow the content to be clear and communicated well. But you don't have to have that. You know, we do a lot of ours just with cell phones as well. We introduced rental recently. That's uh, a new leg to our business as a rental department. And so we've really been focusing on, hey, we do rental now. Hey, come rent this. Hey, here are our rental promotions. If you need, need rental, call John. And so we've, we've really focused on that. And so it sounds like, a, you know, your posts are, are really doing well and, and resonating with the, with the videos. 
if you see some posts that aren't performing well when you're looking at the analytics, is is it something that you just keep in mind in terms of trying to do them differently next time? Or, I mean, I know we, when you're doing so many posts, it might be hard to just look at each one individually. But, you know, what do you do when you see something maybe not working? Yeah, heavy graphics. If you, you know, a lot of graphic design and advertising, people want to spend a lot of time on graphics. And Facebook recognizes uh, things that are maybe too busy or the wrong style format. And so it's almost like kind of like a billboard. The simpler, the better, the better it's read. Now that you have things, you know, set up and working well with Facebook and, and working well with your, you know, your staff, how do you get involved during during a typical week in terms of, of marketing? You know, how much, you know, maybe how much time or, or how do you uh, be part of the process? I will go to our advertising department with ideas, you know, letting them know kind of where we're at with the business, saying, um, hey, this month or, you know, at least one or two posts this month, we would like to focus on rental, like I said. Or, hey, we recently took on Lane Shark. Lane Shark's a cutter that goes on the front of a tractor. We want to show that on there and show a lot of our video posts there. You know, as an owner, you get removed quickly of what sales are if you're not selling a lot. You know, we will try to sit down monthly and come up with different ideas that we want to to post. We do try to be consistent with all of our marketing efforts by the month. So if we are running a special on a zero-term mower, we run that special through small-town papers, through TV marketing, through direct mail, as well as our social media. If it's an $81 a month lawnmower, you consistently see it through all forms and channels of advertising. If we run a specific package deal on a tractor, if we're running an extended warranty promotion, we try to do that through all of our channels. So it's a consistent message. Yeah, excellent. Is there anything else that you wanted to share just in terms of, you know, uh, Facebook and, and the way that you're using Facebook? Uh, well, certainly, you know, on that, on, on that question, Facebook is not the only answer. There are certainly other forms of social media. We do post to all of them. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. In our market, where we are located, Facebook has been the path of the mo- of the least resistance. It's been the one that we've gotten the most success out of. You know, any advice that I would give about any style of social media is is you uh, you have to work for it and you have to pay for it in order for it to be effective and to work. Because the last thing you want to do is to go spend a lot of your time posting things, but you don't have any followers. And so you have to have followers in order to make it worth your while to do a great post. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. And, and the point you made earlier, too, is that they can't just be your employees and, and friends, that you're really looking to build somebody who's going to be a customer. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. It's no different than what any subscription-based model. You know, in order for a magazine to be popular, they've got to market that magazine to try to get you know, subscriptions, you know, to get people to subscribe to what you're saying. If not, it's kind of counterintuitive to continue to put effort and work out there for something that's not marketed to only your, most people start a Facebook account and their employees all like them and then their employees' families like them. And then that's kind of where they stand still and they'll get three to 500 followers quickly and they'll stop there. Um, and so you have to work that to get your, name out there. You know, I always wondered before I got in the business, Facebook business, you know, how does something for free produce a billion plus dollars of revenue? 
and it's through the, you know, I'm sure there's other channels of their operation, but, you know, part of their operation is selling ads on Facebook. Thank you again to Lee Parrish for sharing how his dealership uses Facebook posts to build an audience, how they adjust messaging by revealing analytics, and how they use Facebook as an e-commerce strategy. Parrish says, Facebook is an easy, useful, and necessary application for your business. As easy as it is, it requires much attention and is one of the most important aspects of social media you will utilize. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Yanmar, for helping make this Rural Lifestyle Dealer podcast series possible. And please share your feedback on today's program by sending an email to lwolf at lessetermedia.com or call me at 316-648-3717. You can keep up on the latest rural equipment news and trends by registering online for our e-newsletter and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Stay tuned for additional podcasts from our experts and dealers. From all of us at Rural Lifestyle Dealer, I'm Lynn Wolf, and thanks for listening.